Let us get going. Today's daf is daf Tazayin in Mesechus Yivamus, page 60 Mesechus Yivamus. We pick up on the very top line, Ta Shema. Come and listen. We're wrapping up the conversation as to, we know Beishamay argues on Beis Hillel. Did they, do, did they follow Beis Hillel, however, in practice? Okay. Or did, uh, were they just arguing in Tyre? But really in practice, they followed Beis Hillel. So that's what we're wrapping up over here. We brought some rayas. They did their own thing. And we're going to continue on that. Tashma, come and listen. Be of Daisa ben Horkinus. Okay, now this conversation is going to wrap up the sugya. How, uh, uh, pretty much for today's daf. Um, however, um, it's really going to be a segue into uh, another beautiful conversation. So in the days of Rev Daisa ben Horkinus, remember that name. Daisa ben Horkinus. Okay. Hutra tzara sabasta achin. They allowed the tzara of a of a fellow's daughter to marry the brothers of the yavam. Okay, so tzaras erva was permitted not to the yavam himself but to his brothers. Shvamina asu shvamina. We see that Basilal Dataka followed their own psak. According to Basil, it wouldn't have been allowed to the brothers either. Shvamina. We have a bottom line proof. Okay, so Beishamai. Not only did they argue on Basil, but they followed their own psak. Beautiful. Now here we go. Remember, we just mentioned the name. Rabbi Daisa ben Horkinus, in his days, that's when this psaac happened. Now listen to this beautiful, beautiful story. With so much to learn, gufa. A piece of a previously quoted brysa. Bimeir of Daisa ben Horkinus, it wasn't the days of Daisa ben Horkinus, itiru tzaras abbas and they allowed the tzaras erva, the tzar of the co-wife of the daughter, to marry the other brothers, but it was very difficult for the chachamim, Rav Daisman ben Horkinus was a tremendous chacham, tremendous tzaddik, and he was paskening like Beishamai, and the chacham had a very hard time with this, ve'enav kamu milavu the Beis And besides for the chacham having a hard time with that, he was blind. Okay? He was blind. He couldn't come to yeshiva. So they had a double whammy. Listen to Rashi. Rashi is something fascinating. Rashi says, the reason why they had such a tough time with Rev Daisa ben Horkinus' psak to follow Beishamai is because, first of all, he was a, he was a tremendous tzaddik. He was a chacham gadol. Okay? He was a chacham gadol. Secondly, their second problem was, he wasn't coming to yeshiva because he was blind. Why is this such a problem? Because you never really know what somebody really holds until you're actually able to have an open conversation with them. That's what made this so hard for them. Shkayach, we have Rav Daisman Horkinus, and he's being quoted to Balabay Shammai. It was very confusing to everybody else who usually passes like Basil. Rav Daisman Horkinus, first of all, he's Shurendit Chacham, so who are we to argue on a Gadol? But Svetans, how do we really know what he said? He's not here for us to, to, to have a conversation with him. Such a crucial message. They were, they were in tsar. <laughs> they were in pain. We, don't, we need to know the context. What actually did he say? What was asked? What's happening here? Listen to this. Amru, so they said. They're going to give us a beautiful lesson in life now. We're not just going to listen. We're going to research. Mi Who's going to go v'yaydi'ay and let Rev. Daisa ben Horkinus know that we don't like his psak. So we can open a conversation. Omar lehem Rabbi Shua. Bishua said, Ani yedich, I'll go. Va'achar of me. 
So they said, okay, anybody else want to go to Rabbi Shul? Any other uh, volunteers? Rabbi Ben Azariah volunteered. He said, I'll go to Rabbi Shul. Now remember, Rabbi Ben Azariah coming up on the Pesach Seder. He's the one, he's 18 years old. He says, He's a young scholar at the time. He says, I'll go. The Acher of me. Who else is going to go? Anybody else want to join? Rabbi Akiva. You hear this? Merdik. See, Rabbi Yisuf and Horkinus. He's a blind tzaddik. Everybody's too scared to mess with him, but they got to know what's going on. What's his psak? And they got the creme de la creme they got of the base measures. They got Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and Rabbi Akiva. All three of them to go together to talk to Rabbi Yisuf and Horkinus in learning. Halchu, they went, Mamdu Pesach base, they went to the entrance of his home. Lech l'soshiv chasoy. I was wondering why the Gemara tells us these details. I'll share my thoughts, but it's just notice details and see what we could extrapolate. His shivcha let in, he had a, a, a servant, a maid servant in his house, and she let in these gedailim, Amralai, and she said to Rav Daisa, Rebbe, Chachme Yisrael Bonetzlecha, the Chom of Klal Yisrael have come to greet you. Okay? Interesting to think about why it's important. All right. Um, you see the respect, perhaps, the type of, if you're going to have somebody who's a butler in your house, make sure that they chap. Don't just have random, you know, Rabbi, the Chomai are here. Amar Le'an, he says, no, please bring them in. V'nichnesu, and they all came in. Tafsu Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua was grabbed. What does it mean? Rav Daisa ben Horkinus grabbed Rabbi Yeshua. He rec- apparently, apparently, he recognized Rabbi Yeshua. Okay? He recognized Rabbi Yeshua. Not, not, not recognized in sight. But Rabbi Yeshua went first and he said, Shalom Aleichem Rabbi I'm, I'm Yeshua. Yeah. He said, oh, Yeshua, come sit down. So he, he grabbed Rabbi Yeshua and he sat in Mamita Shalzov. On a bed made out of gold. Okay? Fine. Omar Lai. So Yeshua says to Rabdaisa ben Horkinus, Rebbe, you'll see why I'm, I keep repeating his name, okay? Rebbe, Emar le Talmidcha, Acher the Yeshiv. Rebbe, you have another Talmud here who, who uh, would like to sit down. Omar Lai. So Rabdaisa ben Horkinus says, Mihu, who else is here? Says Rabbullah ben Azari. Says Rabbullah ben Azari is here. Omar. So Rabdais ibn Horkinus, we're going to assume, it doesn't say he was old, but it, says, it seems like he had gone blind, right? It seems like he was already elderly. Omar, he said, ben. Is there a son? He's playing Jewish geography here. He says, oh, who's this Rabbi Lazar ben Azari? Remember, Lazar Zai was, was young when he, when he became, uh, he took over Ishtala, right? He says, I, I never knew Azariah had a, had a son. It's beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that Azariah had a son. Yeah. Now that I've now that I, you told me this, I'm ambush, it reminds me of the postdoc of Nara Yisi Gamzakanti, Vlarisi, Tzadik Nazov, Azariah Shot Tzadik. I'm so happy that he had a child like the Baruch who doesn't forsake people in their young age, their old age. Oh, okay. This sounds like uh Mamish, I, I don't know, I, I shut Nakas when I saw this, because to me it sounds like a classic, like Jewish conversation. Everybody's like excited to meet each other and you know, the geography and who's his kid. And, oh, I'm so, Baruch Hashem, give a bracha. You know, it's amazing. Okay, fine. 
Tofsoi, so Rav Daisa ben Horkinus, who's hosting all this, so he grabs Rav Loza ben Azariah, but Yeshiva Amita shows up, he also sits in on a golden bed. Please sit down. What? You have money? Yeah. Yeah. Is this the uh, that's, of Rukinus, uh, Well, we know Rebbe Lezer, okay, Azaria, I'm not sure. That's um, Lezer. But Lezer um, Ben in the, the Mishnah is okay. son of Rebbe. But uh, okay, he had guilt. Rebbe Lezer also, by the way, his father was very, very wealthy. So, okay. Be it as it may. Amar Lais, Rebbe Yeshua says, Rebbe, Amar Lezer Acher You have another Talmud here. Another student who came to sit. Amar Lai, Mihu, who else came? He says, Akiva Ben Yasef. Says Akiba and Yosef's here. Amar Loi Rav Daisa says, "Oh, Gavalt, Atahu Akiba and Yosef, Shishim Chayelich Misayif Al Matzayva. You're the Akiba and Yosef. Your name's heard from New York to to California, yeah, yeah, across the whole country. Yeah, everybody knows about Akiba and Yosef. Wow, Rabbi Akiba, unbelievable. Kemaischa Yirbu Shave Bni Shave. Please, my son, sit, sit, my son, sit. Kemaischa Yirbu Yisrael Halavai. There should be more people like you, Mamish. Start learning Torah at age forty. People dedicate themselves. Wow, amazing. He's so excited to have these students from Yeshua, Lozman, Azai, and Rabbi Kiva. Okay, so listen to what happens. They have an agenda. What's their agenda? To tell him they don't like his psak. That's, that's why they're showing up. But the Gemara tells us that's not how you open up a conversation. You don't walk up to somebody and say, you don't sit down the house being like, you know, you know why we're here? Because you gave a wrong psak. what they do? Says Chilu, they began... They started talking to him in various halachos. They were talking to him in learning. Okay? And then, you know, they started going through shas. <laughs> I just made that up. They started going through various halachos. They, they, they made sure the conversation segued to Tzaras Habas, which it, well, we know as the co-wife of an Arias. And they said to him, Tzaras Habas, Mahu, Amru, what is the halacha? Of Tzoros Abbas. Now he was quoted like Beishamai to marry her. Okay. Omar Lahan, Rav Daisa ben Horkinus says to them, Machlaikas Beishamai u Beishelel, Halacha kedivrei mi. If you have Machlaikas Beishamai u Beishelel, who do you paskin like? Halacha Omar Lahan. He said to them, Halacha Beishel. Pasken like Beishel. What's the Shailah? There's no Yibum, there's no Chalitza. We pasken like Beishel. Amrulei, they said to Rav Daisa ben Horkinus, Oh, one second, Rebbe. You know, we were in yeshiva. We heard people quoting that hala, uh, quoting you to say halacha kibeshamai. People quoting you to say halacha is like beshamai. Omar lahem. He said to them, one second, one second, one second, one second, one second. Hold on. What was said in yeshiva? Listen to his question. So sharp. He says, "Daisa shamatem." Did you hear them quote Daisa? I Ben Horkinus Shamatim. Or did you hear them quote Ben Horkinus? This is why we kept repeating his name. He said, Did they say it was Rav Daisa Ben Horkinus? That Paskin Beishamai? Did they say it was Daisa Ben Horkinus? Did they say Ben Horkinus? Yeah, it is. Amru Le, you know what they said to him? They said, You know, hey, interestingly, Chai Rebbe, we, we promise you our Rebbe, Stam Shamanu, yeah, that it was, it was like your family name. It was just Ben Horkinus. And we just assume that's you. Omar Lahem, Sir of Daisa ben Horkinus says, no, 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 no. I'm so glad you came and clarified. Ach katan yeshli. I have a baby brother. And let me tell you about him. Bechar satanu. He's the son of a satan. Ha ha. Ayyveh is me. Yeah? The Yainus and Shmoy. I got a baby brother 
who not only is the son of a sultan, he's the firstborn son of a sultan. He's allowed, <laughs> yeah. The, his name's Yoinison. I got a kid brother, his name's Yoinison. Vahumi Tamide Shamai. And he happened to have learned the Shammai's yeshiva. Vihizaru, but be careful. Don't talk to him in learning because he will outwit you. He has 300 reasons why a Tzara Zarayis, the co-wife of a daughter, should be allowed. Even though he's wrong, but he'll keep proving you he's right. But I testify by the heaven and the earth. He came up well before Hillel. He sat on this bench. And he gave three psukim. The co-wife of a daughter is Usher. I don't care what Beishamai says. I don't care what Beishillel says. So not that I don't care. But it doesn't really matter. Because previously Chagai said, like Beishillel, Pasch in the later generations. Another psak he gave was, at the land of Amenemayev, which was originally conquered in the days of Yeshua, but it was not reconquered on purpose, by the way, in the days of Ezra. They purposely did not reconquer the lands of Ammon and Moab because they wanted that during Shemitah, there should always be land where people are giving Meister to the poor. And if it if would have Kedusha Shvias, the poor would never have any, don't have any Meister that year. So they, they, uh, they, they left Amun Amayev town of Kedusha. And we accept converts from Kedusha and Termizim. And uh, there's no concern about the nations that they come from. Okay, bottom line. Bottom line is, what is Rav Daisim and Horkin is saying? He's saying, of course I paskin like Beis Hillel. And who, who quoted me like that? They said, really? Well, we heard Ben Horkinus. Ben Horkinus is you. He says, no, no, no. I got, I got a brother who's very outspoken. He doesn't back down. And I'm warning you, he says to him. I find this to be fascinating, by the way, just personally. I'm warning you. There's certain people you don't get into conversations with. Them. You don't get into conversations with them. Because they're going to outsmart you. And they're still wrong. It is. You got people who outsmart you. They can have every terrorist in the world proving themselves right. But you know what? They're still wrong. He says, I don't recommend battling with him. Don't, don't try to convince him. Fascinating. But it doesn't say Ben Horkinus. It says Dose of Ben Horkinus in the Brysa. What do you mean? Dose Ben Horkinus where? It's, it's, it's um, Gufa. Earlier. Yeah, in the Gufa. In the Gufa. It says, be mayor of Dyson and Horkness. It was in the days when he was alive. He tirut saras abbas la'achin. And the matter was kosher lechachamen. Yeah, it doesn't say that they quoted his whole name. Rabbi Ravinsky is pointing out that, uh, you know, it says his name earlier, granted. But all it says is that it was in his days. It doesn't say that they quoted his full name. Okay. So this is a, a, a lot of very important messages in how we interact with people. You have a big world-class machlegas. There's a there's a tzaddik, there's a tzaddik being quoted. He's still alive. You can ask him. People just want to. And they, first of all, go figure it out. Go talk. Talk it through. Talk it through. Figure it out. You get clarity. And they got clarity. And then the other message that Erev is telling them of like some people, you just leave it. Just leave it. Let it just let it happen. If Pam would tell people who are involved in community, it's a one of the biggest messages you have to know when you work for Klal Yisrael, besides for knowing we're the best Hashem has, not to chashon ever speak negatively about Klal Yisrael. Rafam would say, anybody who works for Klal Yisrael has to know, not everything has an answer. You don't have to figure everything out. Some things are just a problem that's going to remain. 
Leave it. You don't need to figure everything out. You say, I got this, you know, there's this issue out there. We got these people, but just don't get involved in it. You don't need to, you don't need to solve it. Fine. Let's keep going. Ton of so we learned from the Bryce. Listen to this story continues. Rav Daisa ended up being right. When they came in, all three of them, they came in through the same doorway. When they left Rav Daisa Ben-Horkinus, they left through three different doorways. Okay? Rabbi uh, Akiva. And you know, Rabbi Akiva was the unlucky one who as he exited Rav Daisa Ben-Horkinus' house, guess what happened? Yainasin meets Rabbi Akiva. Akshilei v'okmei. So Yainasin, Akshilei. He questioned Rabbi Akiva's psak. Why are you following Beisilo? V'okmei. And he went up on him. Which means he overcame him in, in a halachic uh, d- debate. Amar lai. And he says to him, Atohu Akiva. You're the Rabbi Akiva who they quote all over the world. You're a big tzaddik. You're lucky they even quote you. You know what? You're not even good enough to be a cattle herder. Very often, when people are zealots, kanoyim, they, yeah, they enjoy putting people down. Listen to what Rabbi Kiva says. Rabbi Kiva says, I'm Rabbi Kiva, but feel the right Don't worry. Not only am I not good enough to, to be a shepherd for cattle, I'm not even good enough to be a shepherd for sheep. This is huge. Because we find so many times in Gemara where Chachamim are vilified and they come back very strong. They gaze at him, he turned the pile of stones. You're like, Mom, it's like, get out of here. I'm not, don't mess with me. You know what I mean? It's fascinating to note not only the Midas of Rabbi Akiva, this is so consistent with Rabbi Akiva, by the way. The humility of Rabbi Akiva, who's willing to learn from every situation. But even besides for that, I would say you also learn. You have to know when to be stark and when, like, just move on. Just move on. Rabbi Kiva is totally not bothered. He's not bothered. That's it. He says, you're not even good enough to be a shepherd. Yeah, okay. And keep in mind, what was Rabbi Akiva? A shepherd. <laughs> that was Rabbi Akiva. Right? He, that, that was his, that, that's how he earned the livelihood. He's like, you're not even good to be a shepherd. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not really so good at anything. You're right. Like, they were like, you know, didn't flinch. Ah, Heligur Rabbi Akiva. Amazing. Okay. Amanamaya Ma'asr Maiser Ani Bishviyas. While we got into the story of, of uh, Rev um, Daisa bin Horkinus, so he said that Chagai Hanavi sat there and said that Tsaras Habas is forbidden, like Hillel. Okay, this is before Hillel, but like the, Hill, the, like the Psak that Hillel ultimately gave. And also the land of Ammon and Moab, they give Maiser Ani during Shviyas. Okay. The Yomar Mar, because the Tana taught us, here we go. There were many Krachim, there were many cities, that when we came up from Mitzrayim, that we conquered, but when we came back from Babel, for the rebuilding of the second base Hamikdash, we did not reconquer it, okay? Now, why didn't we reconquer it? On our own accord, as we're going to see. The original Kedusha, of when we came in from Mitzrayim that we, that we uh, brought to Eretz Yisrael, any land that we originally conquered, is Kodesh for that time. But once we went into Gullus, it lost its Kedusha. Okay? Once we went into Gullus, it lost its Kedusha. And guess what happened? And they left them, 
from the word noyach, they let them rest. Like we spoke out earlier, Gishmak, so that the Niyam during Shemitah would rely on them, Umbekablim, fine, period. That was the second halacha. Clear? So we allowed those lands to not have new Kedusha. We purposely did not want them to have more Kedusha. Why? So that during Shemitah, there would be miser to go to the poor people. Gavaldik. Okay. Then Chagai said, We accept Gerim from the Kardim and the Tormidim. Now who are these people? Says Gemara, one second, Eni. Is that really true? We accept converts from the Kardimim and the Tormidim? Is that true? You don't accept converts from the Kardimim. It means Kortim. Kartim are Puzzle. Okay. Now, um, let's keep reading and we're going to learn who these people were. Who are these Kardimim and the Kortim? So, Vikadamri, there are those who learn a little differently. Tony Rabbi Yechesko, Rabbi Bar Yechesko taught us, We think that they are the same people, right? Just a little bit of a different, uh, um, not vowels, what are the other types of letters called? <laughs> vowels and consonants. Yeah, a couple different consonants over here, you know? Amir Rashi, Rashi says, no. Kartuye Lechod, Vikartuye Lechod, Kedamri Inchi, Kartuye Psili, Kartuyim are possible. Okay, Rabbi Yechon of Misabi, Dami Tarvayu, Emekam Gerim and that were not Makal Gerim from the Kortim. Umi Omar Rabbi Yechon Hachi, Rabbi Yechon and say, we don't accept Gerim from them, but tonight we limited the Mishra, Kolak Soma, Bom, Minarekem, Tahirim. Any Kesem that comes from an area called Rekem is tar. If you see a bloodstain come from a place called Rekem, it's tar. Let's just explain this halacha for a moment before we, we keep getting back into the, uh, these nations. We know that a Jewish woman who has menstrual blood, that blood has tumor. A non-Jewish woman, the menstrual blood is not impure. So when any blood stain would come on clothing or on anything from Rechem, we said it was Tohar. We expected it to come from a non-Jewish woman. Okay? The Rabbi Yehuda says, Rabbi Yehuda who says, argues, he says they are Tomei. He says because they, they are considered Jewish, but they're tayin, they're mistaken. Meaning they're mistaken in how they live. They're off the derech as they say. Okay? They had a kosher conversion originally. And I, after their geros, they stopped keeping tayin mitzvah. It's fine. But once a Jew, always a Jew. However, but let's say uh, the kesem. The stain came from amongst the nations of the world. So that is Takatar. Vavinam Ba. And we said about that statement, Tapamud Beis, Kaposik Vitani. We said very clearly, Mi Bain Ha Aivdekechavim. Any stain that comes from amongst the Aivdekechav, Mafilumen Tarmaid, even from Tormidim, Vyomar Bechan and Zotomeret, Mikabun Gerim, Mitarmud. You see from here that we're Mikabul Gerim from Tarmud. You could accept them as Gerim. Well, we have a contradiction. I, before Rabbi Yehuda says that you're not allowed to accept these people, says the Gemara, Vechitema, and if you're going to tell me, to answer, meaning, don't answer me as follows. Zos velosvirale. It means these, but Rabbi Yechanan, no, these other people, for Rabbi Yechanan himself is not a contradiction because he did not agree with it. In other words, he himself held 
that you cannot accept gerim from tarmoid. Which is that um, that we do. So he can't argue on a stam mishnah when he says Allah is like a stam mishnah. Answers the Gemara. Am I right? Nenu vali with Rabbi Yechonon. Mechaykes am I right? As to what Rabbi Yechonon Taka says, not a contradiction of Rabbi Yechonon, but a classic answer. Well, we'll call it a teretz instead of a pshat. There's different talmidim who are quoting Rabbi Yechonon differently. Okay. Now, do you know who talmidim are? You know who they are? Not yet. The Gemara hasn't clarified to us who these people are that we're all bent out of shape about whether they're Jewish or not Jewish. We accept them as gerim. What's exactly happening with them? Says the Gemara, a very sad story to explain who these people are. Huh? I was thinking how to say radish. This is a oh. vegetable that sounds like Tarmud. Never mind. Why don't we accept gerim from Tarmud? So listen to this. Pligiba Rabbi Yechanan v'savya. Rabbi Yechanan and an elderly person argue. One says, because of Avde Shlomai. They are Shlomo's servants. The other one says, because of Benais Yerushalayim. Okay. Now, this is interesting. Let's talk for a moment about Avde Shlomai, because Benais Yerushalayim... Um, we're going to explain more at length, but the Gemara is about to teach us about Avdei Shlomo. Shlomo Melech, we know, had tremendous, tremendous, tremendous wealth. When you have so much money, even your posse ends up with Shirayim. They end up learning how to live large. Shlomo Melech had a lot of servants. They're walking around with their big brands, their fancy cars, their stuff, the Shlomo Melech servants, and they would end up winning over Jewish women and sleeping with them, even marrying some of them. Okay? Now, we're talking of, these are the Tamidim, these are the, the descendants of these people are not allowed to convert to Klai Yisro. We're saying these people are not allowed to convert to Klai Yisro. Now says the Gemara, makes sense if you hold that you're not allowed to accept the Tamidim because of Avdei Shlomai. Listen to this. We don't paskin like this, okay? Very important. There's an opinion in the Gemara. If a Jewish woman intermarries to a non-Jewish man, those kids are Mamzerim. Intermarriage leaves the children as Jewish because their mom's Jewish, but they're Mamzerim. Now, if they're Mamzerim, they can't marry a regular Jew. That's an opinion of the Gemara. We, uh, we know, unfortunately, too well because this is a reality in our American society. It's not halacha lemais. We don't know, it's not, we don't possibly paskin a child from, as long as you have a Jewish mother, you're Jewish and, and uh, your yichus is okay. Right? You're not considered a mamzer. However, it says the Gemara like this. According to the opinion that intermarriage makes you a mamzer, we can understand. Because now you got little Mamzerim running around. We've got to be very, very concerned about even converting these people because then they're going to think they're regular gear. It's not a Mamzer. It's going to lead to way too much confusion. But according to Mandamar who says that we don't accept Gerim from Tarmoid because of Basi Rushalayim, because of the girls of Rushalayim, Maihi, what's that story? What, what happened between their Tarmudim and the daughters of Rushalayim? It's a Nebuch, says the Gemara. Pligi Rabbi Yisrael Rabban, the Mechayikas between Rabbi Yisrael and the Rabban, 
Both of them are quoting Rabbi Barbachana as their source. Chanamar one says tracer Alfred Gavri Bishis Afrikishlay. So hard to say, but twelve thousand soldiers, six thousand of them with their six thousand with bows and arrows. So is whether there was 12,000 plus 6,000 with bows and arrows, whether there was 12,000 soldiers, and 6,000 of those 12,000 had bows and arrows. So either 12,000 or 18,000 soldiers. These 12,000 or 18,000 soldiers, when the when the Romans came in to destroy the Beis HaMikdash, Hakol nifnu ala kesef vizav. All of the soldiers went straight for the cash. They went for money. However, there was either 12,000 or 18,000 soldiers that walked into the Hechel, saw that there was a lot of competition for the gold-plated stuff, and they walked out, and what did they do? They said, you know what? Instead of taking the gold and silvers, we're going to start violating the Jewish girls. Shenamar, as it says, Nashim in inu besulais ba'are Yehuda. Again, and since we said any Jewish woman, even against her will, but if she becomes pregnant from a non-Jewish fellow, according to the opinion, they become amzerim. So, you know, um, they, they, uh, these kids lived in Tarmaid, and therefore we didn't accept them as converts because they had a chazaka of being mamzer. Okay, now unfortunately, now that we mentioned this, this uh, unfortunate incident, the Gemara is going to uh, um, continue a little bit with some Agadita. It's going to take us uh, on to tomorrow's daf. And we're also going to get back to the Pasuk that Rav Daisib and Horkinus told... Uh, told um, Rabbi Yeshua, when he met Rav da- when he met Rav Lozvan Azariah, Nara Yisi Gamzakanti. See, here we go. Am Rashu Barachmini, Am Rabbi Yisai. Rashu Barachmini says in the name of Rabbi Yisai. Pasuk Zesarai Lamamru. The following pasuk was given by the Rebbeinu Shalom, the ruler of the world. Nara Yisi Gamzakanti. I have been young and I've been old. You know how I know the Rebbeinu Shalom said this. Man Amrei. Could a man have said it? If you're going to tell me, Sir says the Gemara in response, me ika zikna kame is the Rebbeinu young and old, <laughs> right? Now it's interesting. The Gemara doesn't ask, is there youth for the Rebbeinu Shlaim? Gemara says, is there old for the Rebbeinu Shlaim? You know why? What do you think? So. Young and old, young and old is not how old you are. Young and old is how vibrant we are. <coughs> There's a lot of 16-year-olds that are old. They're old. They're doing nothing. They're lazy. They do nothing. They don't know how to produce. Right? And you have people crying horror in their mid-90s. They're cooking. They're cooking. Right? They're alive. They're loving. It says, who else is Nari Yisig Amzakanti? It can't be a man. So they respond, it can't be a bunch of them either. He doesn't get old. So who said it? Says the Gemara. Ve'ela David Amra. So you're going to say, listen, who, who did it come from? David HaMelech. When did David HaMelech die? How old was he? How old was David HaMelech famously? 70. 70. Says the Gemara, one second. Did David HaMelech ever get old? 
Ella rather says the Gemara Shmamina. It must be from here. Sar Mamru. It must be that it's from the Rebbeinu Shalayla and Could not have been from David Melech. Seder. Meaning, for all time. That's what it means. Now comes comes For all time, you never had a person who the Rebbeinu Shalayla left alone. The Rebbeinu Shalayla himself, himself is testifying about this. Okay, beautiful. Says Gemara Viter, we're now eight lines from the bottom of Tess Zion, Amud Beis. What's meaning the pasuk that says Yadai Parasar Al Kol Machmadeha? The hands are spread out narrowly on everything that she covets. What does that mean? That's Zamanamayev. This is referring to Amanamayev. When by the Chorban Abayis, by the first base of Mekdash being destroyed. The Goyim, the Avay Dezoraniks, they came into the Hechel, Hakol Nifnu HaKasif Azov. Everybody turned to the value, the gold, the silver, Vahim Nifnu HaSefer Tereh. Amin Amayev. They had an agenda. You know what they went after? The Tereh. They opened up the Tereh. Amru, and they said, this thing, Zesha Kosov Boy Loyavi Amin Amayev Bekal Hashem Yisari Feish. And that's, what they, that's when they started burning the fire because the Torah says you're not allowed to accept converts from Amon and Maev. Which, by the way, just goes to prove why the Torah wrote it. Right? We know that... What's the reason given by the commentators why, they, why we can't intermarry with Amon and Moav? They have no Akara Satov. They come from Lot, who was saved by Avram Avinu from Sodom. Were the descendants of Avram? Akara Satov. Lot's children should have gratitude to Avram's children, and they didn't have a karzdov. When we were when we were stuck in the desert, we asked them for bread and water, at least let us pass through the land. They said, "Get out of here." They didn't have any karzatov, so we said, "You have no place in Klal Yisrael. A nation that has no karzatov has no place in Klal Yisrael. What are we called? Yehudi. <laughs> we're thankful. We're grateful. That's a, that's what a, that's what a, a Jew means. So it continues. They come into the base Hamikdash. And what are they out for? Well, they just continue to be insulted. Victims choose to just continue and shift the blame onto, uh, onto um, uh, the Amun Emayev type of, of victims. Where real, they're really the bullies. Right? What do they try to do? They try to just shift the blame. Hashem Yaakov, Tzorov. Baruch commanded Yaakov that Sevivav Tzorov that there's going to be tzarev, there's going to be narrowness for his uh, those who are around him. Amarav kigain humnia lefum nahara, like the ways humnia treat nefum nahara. Okay, these are uh, uh, Greek people. Okay, they apparently Rashi says they they, they were not nice to the yidden of pum nihara. Okay, they had a hatred. They weren't nice to the yidden. Fine. Amravida says in the name of you know, Yaakovina was warned. There's going to be anti-Semitism around you. says If you have a Jewish woman that marries a non-Jewish man, you have to be concerned that it's a valid marriage. You know why? Shema Ashvatamu. Ha! It is. We got 10 lost tribes. We don't know who they are. So, if you ever have a non-Jew that marries a Jew, do you really know they're not Jewish? We don't really know. Okay? 
We don't really know. And therefore, out of a chashash, out of a suspicion, you, you, huh? go ahead, Rabiel. Says Gemara, I've all called the parish, me ruba parish. Okay? And therefore, since most of the world is not from the Aseris Hashvatim, why are we chayshish? Says the Gemara, beduchta de kvi. Okay? Where there's a place where we'll call it, it's known that at least some members of the Aseris Hashvatim ended up there. But we don't know exactly which people are. Okay? So, when they're established there, that's one. But Stam in St. Louis, or in a regular nation where, right, where most, uh, most of America, you know, is not known to be from the, from the Sarah Sashvatim, so you're not going to have a problem. He was comforted. In Chlav, in Chavor, in the in Nargaizan, the Modai, the cities of Modai, Chlas Zechalzoin, Chalozoin, Chilach, I'm sorry, Chilach, Zechalozan. It's referring to the Chilozan. That's a place. The Chavor, what is Chavor? Top of tomorrow's daf. Zu Chadayev. It's referring to Chadayev. Okay. Nargaizan, Zu Ginzak. Now, Hargaizen is Ginzak. Now, uh, Rashi actually goes through a little bit of the geography over here. Va'are Madai, the cities of Madai, Zu Hamdon v'chavreso. It's referring to the city of Hamdon and its friends. Okay? All these areas are in the Middle East. The Amri law, some say Zu Nihar v'chavreso. It's the city of Nihar and its friends, meaning the cities around it, towns around it. Chavreseh which towns are around Nihar, Amr Kerech, Mushchi, Chidki, Tumakia. These towns are also included. says, Anybody who comes from, um, from these cities, ready for this? It's fascinating. You have to assume Mamzerim. Psul doesn't mean Goyim. Psul means Mamzerim. You know why? Because just in case they're Taka Jewish... So now, according to the ruling that anybody who has a Jewish mother and a non-Jewish father is a mamzer, you, got, you can't allow any of these children to ever marry into Klal Yisrael. Because there's a chance, there's such a strong chance that there's a Sarah Shashvatim in these areas, that there was actually a Jewish woman who married somebody else, and now these kids are going to be suspected from being mamzer. Mam is fascinating. Now, keep in mind, again, Halakha we pass in that a non-Jewish father does not turn a kid into a mamzer. But to be continued, Bez Hashem, we'll pick up here, uh, we'll pick up uh, tomorrow from here. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.